essential, but most republics fail at the start. Most revolutions fail after the revolution is successful when it's trying to be secured. And then the Mensheviks kill the Bolsheviks and vice versa, and the Jacobins kill the Gerundists. None of that happens in America. It's a revolution that is somewhat non-revolutionary. And Washington is the center that holds that all together. He's got interior strengths, which are equivalent to his physical strengths. But there, there is a man there. He doesn't want you to know the man. He thinks it's none of your business. That's the reason he has Martha destroy all of their correspondence. There's a whole side to Washington we'll never know. He, it's, it's amazing because it seems it's easy to understand how a man can be a myth 200 years after his death. But for him to seemingly be a myth while he's alive and walking around and talking to people. Right. Yeah, he's, he's a legend in his own time. All emerging nations need mythical figures, and they create them. Romulus and Ramus, King Arthur, El Cid. What's different about Washington, he's a real guy. And, um, but they, you need myths uh, in order to provide the kind of unity and the, and the center around which to gather. And Washington is perfect for that. I mean, he knows it, and he's a poser. He's also an aficionado of exits. He knows that the best way to exercise power is to show a willingness to surrender it, and it's authentic. He can be trusted. The anti-monarchical ethos of the republic, and they, they, any robust expression of executive power is perceived as monarchical, except with Washington, because he's Washington. Do you think he was deliberately saying to himself, I'm going to be the man that these people need to look to? He didn't start out doing that. It happens during the war. And that's when the term father of his country starts being used. And he knows it's happening. But he's not responsible for creating it. The situation creates it. I mean, there are all these other British generals that come and go, and he comes and stays. He's the only one and he holds the whole Continental Army together. That's really hard. There's a reason why he's primo center pares, first among equals. And it's not that he's the most intelligent. It's not that he's the wisest. It's not that he's the most politically sophisticated. But it's because of what I call judgment and understanding where history is headed before everybody else, and then pushing it that way. George Washington held down a lot of jobs in his time. General, president, currency portrait model, apocryphal cherry tree destroyer. But he was also a pioneering businessman in an industry that doesn't really square with the Washington image whiskey. Washington built and operated a distillery at Mount Vernon. By the time of his death, it was the largest whiskey distillery in the United States. Now, after a few centuries off, Mount Vernon is once again producing bottles of what they call George Washington's Rye Whiskey, available for purchase wherever presidential whiskey is sold, which is just one place, Mount Vernon. 
You want Washington's whiskey? You gotta go to his house. But did Washington even like whiskey? He, he, was a, he was a very moderate drinker. He did drink. And, you know, before the revolution, Americans drank a lot of rum. He probably didn't really drink a lot of rum. To find out, I crossed the frozen East River to reach the Brandy Library in Manhattan, where I met up with Reed Mittenbuehler, author of Bourbon Empire, The Past and Future of American Whiskey. We are in the Brandy Library in Tribeca in Manhattan in the basement room. It's very intimate, very quiet. Brandy bottles line the room, dim lighting, leather banquettes, and uh, small wooden tables. And I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about what we're drinking right now in front of us. To establish for the audience, we are drinking right now. We are. Right now, we are drinking a whiskey made by High West. And this is a, a special edition they put out. But the recipe sort of mimics what George Washington's recipe was about six